0: You're listening to the Deepening Your Practice podcast with George Haas. For more information, visit www.metagroup.org. That's www.m-e-t-t-a-g-r-o-u-p.org.
1: So... Uh... Welcome, this is Deepening Your Practice. Deepening Your Practice is intended as an intermediate or advanced class, and what that really means is that I'm not going to uh, talk about the basics of meditation practice. I expect you already to know that. That being said, if you have any questions, uh, I'm happy to answer them. I'm just not going to cover the basics. We've been going through the Manual of Insight, the new translation of the Mahasi Sayadaw text, and uh, we're talking about mind... How to observe thought is the the chapter uh, subheading in uh, understanding the mind door. I have previously explained I have previously explained that mental activities such as thinking, considering, examining, reflecting, and so on, are referred to as mind door processes. When one notes them as thinking, considering, examining, reflecting, and so on, one phenomena such as the mind door uh, is. Mental object, mind consciousness, mental contact, or feeling will appear in terms of its characteristics and so on. Thus, one will see and understand one of these phenomena as it really is. This is the full understanding of the known. One will also see and understand the characteristics of impermanence and so on, and will see and understand it as an arising and passing away. Uh, These are full understandings by investigation and full understandings by abandoning. The commentaries and sub-commentaries explain that mind-door refers to both the life continuum and the mind unit that averts to mental objects. Since the mind-sensitivity of the heart is the basis for these, it is also figuratively figuratively called the mind-door. Mental objects, including the five senses, the eye, ear, nose, tongue, and body sensations, the six kinds of subtle matter, the water element, femininity, masculinity, the mind sensitivity of the heart, vitality, and nutrition, and all mundane mental states, all mundane mental factors. These are all mental objects to be observed for the development of insight. Mind consciousness includes both wholesome and unwholesome thoughts, as well as registration, the mind contact and feeling included here are those associated with mind consciousness. So in some sense in seeing there is the capacity to see, there is the light that can be seen when they when they make contact uh, the consciousness of the sensing experience arises which includes an awareness of the Vedna or feeling tone, the pleasant and pleasant neutral quality of the sensing Um, and then uh, the knowing what it is. So in some sense, we could talk about the knowing what it is as mind in a broad sense, but we want to narrow in on what is actually the sensing capacity of mind. So when we talk about the six senses, mind is one of them. And it operates, or the consideration of it should be uh, as a sensing activity, the same as the other five senses. So, in hearing, there's the capacity to hear the, the sound that can be heard. When they make contact, a consciousness of that hearing experience arises, which includes the feeling tone, and then the knowing what it is follows that, which is the mind. So um, what then is the, the sensing experience of mind which is different than the sensing experience itself? That's the, the conversation. Uh, it says that in there are two things that are these uh, qualities of mind uh, as a sensing activity. One is the continuum So that would be to say that we're aware of the previous moment, we're aware of this moment, and then we will become aware of the next moment. So that's the continuum of mind. And then the second aspect is the flow of attention. Since we can really only know one sensing activity at a time, the the mind activity is the thing that selects what we'll know and you can feel it as it moves toward one object, away from an object, and then moves toward the next object. You're familiar with that just from practice. So in in practice, the knowing of the mind is the... the, or the sensing activity, that's the sensing part of it, where uh, what it really does is allow for an awareness of the continuum of individual sensing activities from the other senses and then a group of other objects that it can know. So the sensing capacity of the mind can know the five senses and and other things as objects, just in the way that seeing, for instance, can know light, or hearing can know sound. Uh, Tasting can know the taste of things. Um, Just
0: going back up for a sec, because I, so when we do third level, Don't you call that mind? I do. So is that it now, and that's wanting, not wanting, thinking, and...
1: Well, it
0: is the... So how is that different than this mind?
1: So this is the the narrowing of that broad category of mind into the individual components of what the whole of mind is. Okay. So what we're talking about here is the sensing capacity. What is the sensing capacity of mind? And then... um, uh, mind as third foundation or citta, which is from the satipatthana sutta, that aspect. Um, in mind there's a number of lists that are in there that are uh, is the quality pleasant, unpleasant or neutral which is vedna. So in the sensing activity of mind there is also vedna. Um, there is um the attachment of hindrances. The hindrances attach when the, the uh, other aspects of mind happen. So, uh, for instance, when perception happens, which is an aspect of mind, one of the objects that mind can know is perception. Or um, maybe I should say, one of the things that mind can sense, one of the objects that mind can sense, is perception, and perception is the knowing what the thing is. Um, Is that making Mm -hmm. sense? Um, The sensing activity of mind can know certain things. One of them is perception, one of them is gender, one of them are mind objects. There's uh, 52 descriptions of mind objects. vitality, nutrition, thinking, consciousness, mental contact, perception, mental formations. Uh, Sorry, mental formations and mind uh, objects in this text are not the same, and sometimes I use the term uh, probably inaccurately, interchangeably. Um, So just as the spectrum of light is something that the eye can sense and the spectrum of sound is what the ear can sense, mind can sense these various objects. Um, Gender being one of them. I love actually the aspect of gender because there's a singlet in the brain that just determines what sex you think the person is. And then um, the vocabulary of pronouns flows from that. The arousal possibility flows from that. Um, vitality um, whether the mind is awake and bright or or tired, unfocused is one of the things, uh, is an object that the mind can know Uh, nutrition, whether you're energized or not energized is something that the mind can know thinking consciousness, that's just when the whole process is active and the the sensitivity of the mind meets an object that the mind can sense, then the consciousness of that uh, activity arises, which you awareness knows. And then if the object is separated from the capacity of the mind to sense, then awareness knows that the consciousness ends. Um, feeling tone, the pleasant and pleasant or neutral aspect of sensing of the mind sensing the object that it can sense. Perception we talked about. Mental formation is the thing that has the 50 factors. Mental volition is one of them. And so the activity that you pick or the the intention behind the activity that you take is part of this. So then we're talking here about the, the formation of karma. Uh, you make the intention and then take the action. You can't know what the outcome of the action will be because the level of complexity is too great. Um, But you can know the intention with which you take the action. And so it can be skillful or unskillful. So that's the the description of the sensing activity of mind. Um, In perception, you have... All of the patterns of, of sensing that have been previously interpreted, that are stored in a in a database, and so in the present moment you have uh, all of these sensing activities arise, and then uh, so the capacity to sense the object that can be sensed, the contact, the feeling at the feeling tone aspect, the arising of the consciousness of the sensing experience which awareness knows in the moment of perception, whether the whether you find the mind craving, aversive, or unconscious in relationship to it, uh, whether you want it or you don't want it, which is from the recognition of the pattern through perception. And then you have, in addition to that, an understanding of all of the previous at, at times that pattern has arisen, what you've done with it, what the outcomes have been, and then the formulation of the response to this particular arising in this moment, which is that intention or volition.
0: Well, well, what's the most analogous term for the perception? Is there another word you can use? I'm just trying to place that in the
1: midst of the, no, the experience. N- is it the awareness? Recognition of what it is by the, the memory system.
0: Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, okay, I got it. So you're hearing my words. Your, your perception is uh, associating meaning to them. Right. You're recognizing the pattern of vibration. So in hearing, you can hear the sound of my voice because it's in the right tonal range. You're identifying the pattern of it. And then in, in the perception process is the recognition of the pattern and then the association of all of the meaning to it which comes from the previous experience. Okay, sorry. Um, So um, I like to do a meditation practice of see, hear, feel, but focusing in. So uh, see in, hear in, feel in. And so we'll begin with that. But uh, let's begin just exploring see in and hear in, and then we'll add feel in, and then also uh, we'll add the exploration of the flow, uh, flow is maybe a good word, or the, the continuum of sensing, mm-hmm. and then also paying attention to the, the movement of attention from one object to another. How does that choice happen? how that go?
0: The last part was the easiest. <laughs> that Did you enjoy what, it? Yeah, I mean, it's um, sort of like what I learned as a beginner just the breath, and then you sort of sense the thought going away, and you bring it back to the simple mindfulness. Practice, it was sort of like I was doing that, but I was just, I was actually focusing not on my breath, but on the thoughts as they were bubbling. Um, just, oh yeah, oh yeah, wow, wow. And, and it, it was incredible the speed at which it was fluxing, mm. changing. So that was the easiest. Um, I thought the hardest was the uh, the momentum one. Really had trouble staying concentrated for that, just because I couldn't get a sense. I, I was having trouble feeling that rhythm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that was the first time I've, I've done that level of mind sensation kind of thing. So. I good. Like I felt like for the first time it was
1: reasonable. Good. Good. So this is deepening your practice. I'm always advocating ways to deepen your practice. We have a, re- a winter retreat coming up at the same Seven Circles place on December 27th to January 6th. Um, the registration is open. I put some flyers out on the table. Um, the suggested data for this class is $20. Donna is the poly word for generosity, um, You want to practice generosity as a heart opener for yourself, so uh, cash in the bowl if you want to give a card, that's fine. Uh, I can take that, and we will see you next time. Thank you.